previously on The Forgotten Ones. You've traveled long and far at the behest of your leader, the Krampus. He has been cursed by the cleric known as St. Nicholas, or sometimes lovingly referred to by his followers as Santa Claus, an ancient name meaning he who brings gift. This cleric, Santa, condemned the Krampus to life polymorphed into a cat, so that he could not continue impersoning St. Nicholas on what is known in the region as Nixmas Eve, a time for giving and generosity. The Krampus used to steal children from their homes to torment and devour them, but until he can supplant and replace Nicholas, he's been condemned to his fluffy form. Your mission is to infiltrate the lair of this Santa, defeat him, and place the Krampus on his throne, returning darkness to the lands of men. Oh, I do relish in this wonderful violence. Okay, and, and after we like take over Santa, I'm going to overthrow Krampus, and I will become a Krampus. You all have done a wonderful job. We need to continue until we get to the fat geriatric bastard. <laughs> so what do you do? Um, I'll, I'll ask around. Uh, does anybody have any healing potions? Or, or abilities that they could uh, share? Do not pet status with your weakness. I really hope that Can I kick the cat? Has, has magic potions that he doesn't want to share. So because I'm undead, I can't heal, right? Because I don't have an intelligence so- score. Only no, so negative energy would heal you, and you don't have a constitution score. So if you were to take a healing potion, it would actually deal you damage. Oh, that's true. I'm. Is, is it the same with me? Shouldn't be, because you're an assassin, but you're not undead. Right. Does okay. anybody have negative energy, like spells or? Abilities? Not me. I'm a horse. Scrooge McTroll <laughs> uh, does have a smite spell, but I don't know if it would actually do anything with that. Smite? He is Holy Smite, Order's Wrath, and Unholy Blight. That's part of his Bead of Smiting. Bead of Smiting. That actually might work. The Unholy Blight. He's also very, very selfish, so (laughs) even if he does know that... He's not going to tell anyone? I don't know if he's going to help the person that burned him alive a few rounds ago. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. I'm I'm gonna look over at you and see your prayer beads. I'm gonna be I'm gonna say Private. Do those beads have negative energy to heal me? I'm going to say um you I'm, gonna say, too much. I'm gonna say now don't lie to your commanding officer. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find another quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say if I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with a Merry Christmas on his lips should be buoyed with his own pudding and buried with a stake of holy through his heart, he should. I agree entirely. <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to you and like look at the like hold up your arm and like just yank it over like right to my chin and my eye. It's just like super close inspecting these prayer beads. I'm gonna say I wonder if these have the the power to give me some negative energy. Use them on me. I require healing. You better listen to Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah. Can you make Jack a check, like a charisma check or something, and then whatever happens, I'll I'll do it if he succeeds. Intimidation. Yeah, I do intimidation. Oh, and what it has smite, holy smite, unholy, or wait, holy smite, I believe. That's not gonna help him. I thought you holy said it has smite. unholy blight. Holy smite, unholy blight, and orders wrath. 
We'll allow Unholy Blight to heal evil creatures in this instance. Scrooge is going to be like, you've activated my trap card, and then just blast him <laughs> with the smite while he's holding on to him. <laughs> what's what's the bonus for 19? I, I just don't know off the top Plus of my four. Head. Plus yep. four? Yeah. Okay. 16. Okay, so I'll, I'll uh, use the Unholy uh, the unholy blight on you okay so uh for rule of cool and because we're running the one off here we'll say anybody in a 20 foot radius spread who is evil you will be healed 1d8 points of damage per caster level so that's a seventh level so it would be 3d8 all right so so how much 3d8 and we roll that we'll have small one roll it Roll high, uh, buddy. Total's 11. Roll high. Yeah, let's let the guy that fudges his dice roll. Th- that's good. It's yeah. 11. <laughs> that's a I've roll. got a proctor this time because of Anna. <laughs> <laughs> a proctor. All right. 11 plus <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nothing. All right. Nothing. Oh, wait. I'm so, looking here. That Is would it? be it. That's it, small one. That's Shit. it. That's it. It's 11. So everybody would heal 11 points of damage or 11 hit points we We keep it up and you'll receive a battlefield commission (laughs) (laughs) what's the pay (laughs) your life i'm gonna lean over and whisper to you say maybe one day i'll be in need of a right hand man and then i'll just (laughs) pull my head back and like try and wink a gym (laughs) is your eye twitching did you get the (laughs) Oh, it's nothing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So we killed the snowman here. Are we? Is there any tracks or anything? Before uh, we move on, actually, can I check to see if there's any carrots left over from the snowman? Yep. <laughs> okay. So each of uh, most of the snowmen reverted back into their weird amorphous forms, but there is one carrot left. I'd like to. I'd like to take that carrot if nobody minds. You better check if that was grown by Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that carrot. I don't just. This is going down <laughs> Santa's chimney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready to move on. All right. Do you guys do anything else? Nope. Nope. I'm ready to move. If anybody needs a lift, I can carry like seven. I can carry like five or fifteen hundred pounds or something crazy like that. I'm still on my magic carpet, so I'm good. I, I'm gonna uh, take him up on the offer as my <laughs> large astral. <laughs> gonna, um, how much do you weigh? How much do I weigh? How much weigh, Dylan? Doesn't say. Let me pull up your stat block. <laughs> it's not on there. <laughs> I swear. Let's see. 400 pounds. Oh, that's a piece of cake. <laughs> can I be an obese troll? Yeah, <laughs> you can weigh 800 pounds instead. <laughs> so you can see that there's, you know, the, the path of candy cane uh, colored stones lying before you, a bunch of pine trees around, and then the frozen gate to the back of the castle. What do you do? Can I just fly straight up and see if I see anything over the gate? 
Yeah, so if you fly up, essentially the gate is more like a giant door. So flying up, you'd see this is essentially like one giant icicle castle. Oh. Well, never mind. Do you see anything else around while you're up there, though? I don't know. Do I? Yeah, so uh, you can see, like, at the front. So you guys are coming in the back. At the front, you can see, like, a huge line of children with their parents. And then each of them seems to be accompanied by some sort of, like, artisan of some kind with a paintbrush and, like, a canvas. Um, almost like they're all here to get their portraits done of their children <laughs> with Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, 15. I got a 19. With my plus so, 11. Anybody else? Wait, no, my spot's a plus 9, so I got 19 plus 9, so 28. Damn. Oh, okay. So uh, you can see at the like frozen gateway that lies before you, the big frozen doors... There's not really a discernible way in, like no seams or anything, but there's a small sliver in the gate, uh, which looks like it might serve as some sort of portal for those within to peer through to the outside. I can blink in and out and see what it looks like using the ability, because you can walk through solid surfaces, so I could go through the gate. Nice. That's genius. (laughs) Man, she's already contributing more than Smallwind does. All right, so do you want to blink in? Yes. I don't don't know what I see, though. So blinking in, you can see uh, ten gnome-looking creatures. Each of them has a long red stocking cap that (laughs) drags upon the floor, as well as an oversized white beard. Uh, They appear to be working on an assembly line of some kind, constructing toys and wrapping them. Various steam-powered equipment slams, whirs, cuts, and dices. This is a wonderfully dangerous place. Uh, You note that all the creatures wear long, heavy chains affixed to their workstations, but they appear to be able to move freely about the chamber. Each of them is filthy and slavering, saliva dripping thickly from mouths filled with broken, sharpened teeth. And as you, like, blink in, you see one of them turn towards you and go, None may enter here! Murder! Spill your guts! <laughs> As it rushes towards you at the end of the chain. What do you do? Whoa. Um, I'm gonna tell, uh, dimension door. dimension door back out and tell the group what I saw. What did you say these things were again? They look like gnome creatures of some kind, like very small critters with long red, like blood red stocking caps and big beards. But they're all chained to their workstations. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Looks like we have found some slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, should we cut off the means of production? Oh, we absolutely should, yeah. Guerrilla warfare. <laughs> We're going to cripple his economic ability. <laughs> yes, economics. Anybody have any ideas on how to get in? I could blast the ice wall with a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before that, can I? I want to do a trap finding on the door, see if I see anything. Okay. What do we say that was? Uh, spot or search? Search. Huh. Seven. You do not know. Huh. I'm gonna back away from the door. Maybe Scrooge could just open it up for us. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Hold <laughs> that. You're good uh, to go ahead and do whatever you're doing there. I'm just looking at my my uh, stat block here. I'm gonna pull a uh, 
Hey, Dylan, I'm going to pull a bag or uh, an item out of my bag. All right. So let me get you. Let's see what it is. Da da da. Random item. Catnip. <laughs> Hairball. <laughs> of course it is. All right. There you go. Oh, jeez. I back farther away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to um, actually bring up to the group really quickly. Um, <clears throat> I can regrow my limbs. So I might just like cut my arm off and throw it through the portal, and then it can move up to 30 feet in one round. What? <laughs> yeah. That's lunacy. I love so, it. I'm I'll cut it off for you like, if you want. Cutting it off and then throwing it through the door and looking for like a hatch, but I'm like can't see, so I'm just gonna be like fumbling around probably unless I can have somebody direct me. So I'm gonna ask Stay to um go through the door and be like a scout of some sorts and direct my like arm which way to go if there's any time of like latch or like opening for the portal. She can just carry your arm through it. Yeah, she could. Teleport through. But th chucking my arm through the portal sounded a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Especially so if it went through and like punched one of the trolls right up the face, or the, uh, the gnomes right in the face. <laughs> you want me to cut your arm off then? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. I pull out my rapier and cut his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So I'm gonna say that wasn't much hesitation to that. Well, hold on, <laughs> your with your rapier, you would basically poke his arm off. You'd just be stabbing repeatedly. <laughs> so he's gonna poke me. It's not gonna cut off. And it I'm gonna finally go, falls ow. off. You're just like shiving him over and over again. Hey, whatever it takes. And then I start on the second one. <laughs> go for the jugular. I join in with mine. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to take matters in the, my own hand and literally cut my own <laughs> arm off with the uh, warhammer. My warhammer. Are you still on my back, by the way? With your yeah, warhammer? Yeah, you're about to get blood. So you're all over smashing your, your arm off now. <laughs> However, I can get it off. All right, at this point, your arm you're has been stabbed like, repeatedly. <laughs> this is the most it's painful been, arm removal ever. <laughs> it's been tugged, it's been poked, it's been smashed. Like, at this point, like, the the upper half of the arm is basically gone, so you've just got the the lower half and then your hand left. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I'm gonna ask whoever's the strong. I guess am I the strongest? Um, not anymore. Look around and see. You have one arm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna that check. Cat it looks with pretty my tough. Arm, that cat looks rough. I'm He's gonna like strength. quarterback quarterback chuck it through the portal. All right, give which me a arm, which arm did you cut off? I cut off my left so I could throw with my right. Okay, I was going to say. All right, my dex check here. Net one. Oh, no, I hope not. Oh, okay, I got a pretty good. Not horrible dex. A 15 is a plus two, right? Or is that plus three? Two. Okay. Come on. Oh, okay, 18. Let's go. All right, so you throw your arm. It looks like it's like expertly aimed at this wall, right? I've done this before. 
at the at the hole in the wall. It slams into the hole. You see like a little bit of magic energy ver- reverberate from it, and just like slowly slides down. <laughs> well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> Let's try the other arm. <laughs> I think it needs a leg. <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna walk up, and I can just um <laughs> reattach it. It says um if it's like straight to the stump. What? So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it can reattach a seven member instantly by holding to the stump. What? As long as I uh, immerse it in some type of water. So, is there enough snow on the ground I can like immerse it in that and then just stick it on? If someone melts it, if only we had a fire guy. Yeah, if only. <laughs> oh I yeah, can, it's in water, right? I could pee on it if you want. So what? <laughs> what do you want That'll me to work. do? Oh uh, no, we're good. It's just water or ice, so I'm just gonna. Stick it, my severed arm, into the ground, and then put it back on, and it will reattach. That's amazing. So, uh, I guess my idea didn't work. Anybody else got any ideas? Um, can I do a listen check, see if I hear anything? Yeah. 28? <laughs> All right, so you hear uh, a sort of macabre song coming from within. We work all day, we work all night, so that bastard won't give us a fight. Murder, murder, slit their throats. Only we'd be free of good. It's <laughs> amazing. Maybe we can enlist their help since they don't like them either. Yeah, maybe. The only thing better than an army is a slave army. Is there anything up at the top of this building, or is this like a big tower? What what is this? It's, so it's essentially like a giant castle made of ice, essentially, like big old doorway in the front. But like, there's no there's no walls or anything I can fly up to. Um, you could probably like fly up, but it looks like the whole thing is sort of like one big encased thing. So like not like any balconies or anything like that. Right, but there's no like rooftop or anything. No, it's very much like icicle shaped, all pointed. Okay. All right. So we could just like fly over the top of it. Does this elf have the same, the standard elf abilities like uh, Talion did? Can I walk around and see if I can find, you know, like a, a hidden doorway? Uh, let's see. So Drow, I don't know that they have that. Drow D&D 3.5. So am I, I'm more Drow than elf? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Unity Dark Vision Spill Leg Muffin. I mean, it doesn't say anything about it. I just didn't know. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't look like they have it. Okay. Uh, wait. No, they do. Plus two racial bonus. Drow who merely passes within five feet of a secret or concealed door is entitled to a search check to notice, as if we're actively looking for it. Okay. Uh, how big around is this? How long would it take me to walk around? Do you want to walk around the whole building, like walk through the crowd of well, kids? That's what I'm asking. How big is this thing? Even it's it's pretty massive. Okay, um, so never mind. Well, since we're both drow, he can walk one way and I can walk the other. Yep, you can do that. I, I guess. can try and see if the door will open from the inside. If Ooh. I like teleport back through, blink back through. That's a good idea. So Let's you do that bl- first. <laughs> so you blink black, uh, back through it, and you see uh, that it looks like there's like a heavy. Um, how would you like, like a bar essentially that's wedged over the door, made of ice. Uh, and as you you like teleport back through, there's a creature like standing right behind you, like just staring at you, going "Smabulak, no like." And uh, he takes out like a toy hammer and tries to smack you on the head with it. Okay. Um. 
Well, the attacks are like there's a fifty percent chance of like missing of missing when you're in okay. blank form. <laughs> so, all right. So, and when I say toy hammer, I mean hammer t- used to make toys. So not like a. Rubber. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, so he misses, like completely misses you, and actually like is, smacks the bar on the doorway, but nothing happens. Is he chained by chance? He is chained. Yes. Mess my item like other chains. No. It was- and he- <laughs> He's shouting out, "Bloodshed! Bloodshed! Slit his throat!" Is there a way to convince him that, like, you're here? We're here to like save them and unchain them. Try. What are you gonna say? It's <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> can, you, can you talk as a blink dog? Let's see. <laughs> I think so. I don't think so. Uh. Where? Be a dog barking at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> A mixture of barks, yaps, whines, growls that can <laughs> translate complex information. How does she talk to us then? Maybe you guys understand it because you're part of the. Technically, you wouldn't have been able to understand it. <laughs> yeah, I just she just did a really good job of conveying information. I'm really good at charades. What a good dog! Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's a very good dog. All right, what what do you want to do then? Um. Attempt to just. What if we just throw a fireball at the door? Do it. Yeah, I'll blink back through, and then just there was nothing. We'll tell. Like uh, you can't tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Mime, you can try and charade it. Okay. I'll attempt to charade it back through to you guys, and then you guys can throw a fireball at the door. All right, minions, we need to stand back. And I'm gonna we pick up. We were ice bar over door. Is that what this? Is that what the dog's saying? <laughs> it says stand right. by the door. Stand right next. <laughs> we're going to turn up the heat, and I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw a fireball at this here uh, door. Okay, so throwing a fireball at it, you see the fireball like blast. Uh, and then it sort of like wraps around the door once again. You see some magical energy like emanating outwards, and the door seems completely fine, like absolutely untouched. Uh, how far away are the uh, crowds of kids and their parents? They're uh, uh, like quite a ways away. We're talking all the way around the castle. Yeah. <laughs> so we interrogate these mindless dolls. Let's go kidnap a kid. Has anybody tried? Maybe it's a, a secret word or something. Maybe it needs a, a password to get in. Um, hey, Dylan, do we know? Um, could we make any knowledge checks on this Saint Nicholas fellow? Uh, I mean, yeah. What do you want to know? Like, like, knowledge of local. Does he have any like trademarked words or anything or Ooh. things he likes yep. to say a lot? Yeah, you could do a knowledge check on that. So just knowledge of local. Twenty-five. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. All right, so you know that he very often says the words ho, 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 jingle bells, <laughs> uh, as well as we wish you a merry Nixmas. <laughs> okay. I'd like to say, I'd like to walk closer to the door and kind of like stamp my hoof in the snow and then say ho, ho, ho. Let's see if anything happens. So you see, uh, like, sort of a shimmer of magical energy, and it looks like whatever was, like, blocking the door is now gone. Ooh. Bah humbug. And, I mean, this close, too, you can, like, see through this slit in the door. 
Like it works both ways. You can see into it, they can see out of it. Okay. From there, um, with a 25 spot, do I see anything? Um, so essentially the same thing. You're seeing a bunch of these like weird little gnome creatures with red hoods uh, chained up to these workstations. You do notice that they're like big long hoods look like they're almost trailing blood around. Okay. Um, who was it that shot the fire at the door before? Me. Okay. I want to like turn around towards you and kind of like kneel down in the snow and then like step back like I'm like saluting you and moving out of the way of the door now that seems like the magic's not protecting it. Can we just open it now? Oh, maybe. I. But the thing <laughs> is, I have hooves, not thumbs. <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, it's just a smooth, icy face. I, I'm gonna. Is there like a handle on the door? You don't know. Just kick it with your rear legs. So, like, if you push on it, it'll open, or we don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Um. Uh, Scrooge McTroll is just gonna walk up and open the door if nobody else will. Go for it. All of you without thumbs. So you walk up to open the door. Are you pushing? Are you pulling? What are you doing here? Um, I'm gonna pull. All right. You. So what are you grabbing? <laughs> <laughs> is, your arm, is your arm back on now? Yeah. So there's no like discernible like knob or anything. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna push then. All right. Uh, so you push and nothing happens. <laughs> Push harder. I'm going to go to the, the slit in the door. I'm going to stand next to it. Uh, not in front of it. Stand next to it. I'm going to scratch at the door. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Meow. <laughs> yes. Um, they can see through the door right now, right? Dylan? Who are you? Who? The, like, gnomes. Uh, I mean, they can, yeah, if they look. Is it the slit that they can only see through, or anything else? Yeah, it's just the, the one slit. Okay, so I'm just going to stand, like, outside of the slit's range and motion for everyone to move outside the slit's range, and then try and imitate Santa Claus, or, sorry, St. Nick, Nick, and attempt them to convince them to open the door. Please tell okay. me how you're doing this. <laughs> so I'm going to, like... Can we, uh... So I'm I'm a large fella, so um, I have the weight <laughs> down at I'm least. A large fella, and um, I'm just gonna like stand right by the slit, and then like uh, say the same thing that Cameron said, like "oh ho ho," and then um, <laughs> kind of like knock on it and being like, um, "Hello there, it's it's not working. Um, it's say Nick Nick's miss here. Yeah. Seem to have uh, forgotten the house key." Um, Alright, bluff check. <laughs> I'm just out taking my cat for a walk. <laughs> exactly. Meow. My new cat. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh gosh, my charisma's not as good as I thought. <laughs> the bard okay plays a troll. Not 20. <laughs> not 20. That's no amazing. way. Not 20. <laughs> He's the troll of all trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. How do I play this? So you knock on this this icy door, um, and you're like calling to those within. It doesn't look like they can hear what you're saying, but like the ice on the the door frame kind of like forms into a face, 
and you recognize it as one of your old business associates, <laughs> it calls out, McScrooge! Oh, you wear a chain as long as those within, a chain of evil and greed. But perhaps you can change your ways if your old friend Robert Marley helps you out. <laughs> and the face kind of splits in half and the doorway swings open. This is like the time I had the bad trip on the mip. <laughs> uh, so as, as the door swings open, you see all of these little like gnome creatures rushing around with their little like chains rattling, working on these toys, working on these bandsaws and stuff. So I'm guessing they see me. Uh, so, I mean, are you guys walking in or what are you guys doing here? Well, the door just swung open, right? Yep. So I'm gonna like look over at the Krampus and kind of like look for orders. First, we will try diplomacy. We'll try to enlist them into our armies, and if they refuse, they will perish along with the fat man. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I can try to help. I, I I'll walk, fly forward, on my uh, magic carpet, and um, call out to all the workers. And tell them that we are here to rescue them, and that they should uh, uh, help us on our quest. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a, a bluff that I need to do. Yes. Ah, shit. Fifteen. <laughs> Can I assist him in any way, too, Dylan? Yep. Um, my first question would be: Are there any like pictures of Santa Claus around this room or anything? Oh yeah, they're literally hung everywhere. Okay, great. So I wanna I wanna step up next to Lolf and I wanna like I wanna like rear up on my back legs and like point my hooves at one of the posters of him and I say, Is that maggot meant to dominate us? Are we meant to be his slave? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a seventeen. Okay. Alright, so <laughs> So Lolf, give me the fluff check. Uh, I do 15. have a question, Dylan. Yeah. Ring of chameleon power lets me blend in with my surroundings. So if I were to slip that on, could I blend in as one of the elves? I uh, believe it's normally with terrain, so you could blend in with like the walls and that. All right. Let's see here. So with a, with a fifteen, and what exactly did you say again, Lolf, Jacob? Uh, I, yeah, I told them that we are here to to help them. And to free them, and that they should okay. help us. So you see, as you guys like, basically just bust the door open, and uh, you've like entourage walking in. Uh, you see one of them reel back and go, and they just go to like, none may enter here. Saint Nicholas would murder us, Redcap, should we allow you within. Oh, well, we do miss the sight of blood, murder. Oh yes, spill your guts. <laughs> What's worse? Only those on the naughty list can see us. St. Nicholas casting a spell which makes us appear as jolly elves to those who would enter his castle. But you may not come in. No, he will destroy us. You must leave. So Scrooge McTroll, if he can, quickly will say, Well, my friend, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm simply not going to stand for this sort of thing any longer, which leaves me no choice. But to raise your salary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you actually going to raise their salary? 
Yes. <laughs> With great <laughs> money. <laughs> Ciao, Mr. Scrooge. I haven't thought that much ahead, but I do mean to raise their salary <laughs> if I do escape this situation. By how much I haven't said it. All right, you submit the proper piece. authorization. <laughs> okay. If you help us, you can spill all the blood you want. We're monsters. They can kill the kids. Yeah, there are lots of innocent civilians outside the castle. <laughs> all right, so go ahead and uh, small one, you're offering to raise the salary, and they're offering what exactly the salary raise will be. So uh, go ahead and McTroll, give me a uh, let's see diplomacy. And then anyone wanting to assist, also give me diplomacy. I got eight. <laughs> charisma. I was just going to ask, is it straight charisma then? 13. I got yeah, 20 don't have it. 13. Okay. So tw- who got the 21? I got a 15. Uh, Cola did. Cola got 21. Okay. <laughs> and you got 15. So you've said you're going to raise their salary. And they, they kind of try to go. So you just roll a d20. We have been forced to serve for fear St. Nicholas will destroy us, or worse yet, not give us our daily blood, which he takes from the turkeys and geese he roasts to feast upon. We <laughs> soak our hats in it often, or we will vanish if you offer us the throats of those who lie outside the gates. We could let you pass if you can guarantee the death of the fat man. And his flying goat. He is dead, and uh, you can have all of them. They're all yours. I agree to these terms, yeah. That seems like an economically sound idea. <laughs> so you can hear one of them just go, Shmabula can't help it! I need bloodshed! I'll die without it! Uh, <laughs> he goes, Pluck out their eyes! Their eyes! <laughs> Uh, the one in the front goes, Nah, Shmebulak will keep him at bay. Break our chains, travelers. Break our chains. And we will deal with the children. Oh, this is a good idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I sense motive? Oh, not one. <laughs> they seem like holy priests. All right. I agree oh. to these terms. <laughs> what is it to sense motive? Can I do that? I'll sense motive too. Okay. I'm gonna look for hands or get them off of them. If we don't have the skill, it's basically just a straight wisdom check. I have the skill. Noise. Plus three. My wisdom is so did I, but it didn't help. Fourteen. (laughs) All right. So who's got it? Fourteen. I got nine. I need to roll plus. I need to roll plus my wisdom, right? Yep. The uh, modifier. Yeah. A nat modifier, yeah. A twenty. Got a nat twenty. Yeah. Nat okay. 20. So Damn. you can so tell that uh, these are incredibly bloodthirsty creatures. They are chaotic to the nth degree. They're just as likely to slit your throat if you walk past them as they are to like pick a dandelion. I. Um. Let's see. Detect thoughts specifically. Okay. So it says I can detect thoughts. Can I read their minds then? Or... I still thought, trust these uh, guys. Like to, like to see if they're going to turn on us as soon as I. First, Prince Travis. Like, well, aren't they goodly priests, according to you, Jacob? Yeah, exactly. They're harmless. That's a new area. And I warn everybody: he is dead wrong. They might kill us. So you get surface thoughts if they fail the will save. 
What is the will save for that? Uh, uh, two. DC 14 plus spell level. So I'm not sure. Okay, so there's a bunch of them in this room. A lot of them actually are able to block you out. So 16. But from a few of them that you're reading, essentially they're just literally over and over in their mind is just like things like, Murder! Murder! I stick a candy cane through your throat! They essentially seem to be just obsessed with bloodshed. I I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, I'm I'm gonna Sorry, say guys, or suggest what are you doing? the minute we cut their chains, they're gonna turn on us. See, I don't get that. Vibe. I said I'm gonna suggest to the the group that as soon as we cut off their chains, they're they're gonna turn on us. So what do you do? Yeah, I'm using my arm as a distraction. So you're just, just gonna throw it in? They're there? bloodthirsty. Just feed they're it to them. Bloodthirsty. Yeah, I'm feeding them my arm. Taking one so for the team. Are you just throwing your arm in amidst, or like, what's the? I'm gonna say, uh, here's your first, um, your first, uh, your first taste of your salary, and I'm gonna throw my arm. <laughs> all right. So you see, all of them literally just sprint over to it, and they're like just ripping it apart with their like pointy teeth. All of them are taking their hats and like soaking them in the blood, and then sticking them back <laughs> on their heads. And then I'm going to run as quick as I can past them if they're still distracted. And I'm going to follow behind them. I'm going to follow behind. I have a run ability, though. I'll fly over them. Okay, so Anyone can hop on my back, too. There's three passages out of this room. One of them leads to the door seemingly made of gingerbread. Another one around a bend to the left, which has a red glow. And the last of which leads to what looks like it might be a cooking area. Which one do you guys go to? I say we go to the red glowing one. That Mm -hmm. might be where St. Nick is. I, I agree. Red. Oh, well, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dog. Uh, what looks like a cooking area. What? What was gingerbread. the third one? Door made of gingerbread. As an evil character, I believe red glow is good. And then this, and then there's the red. <laughs> and room, Anna, and with an intelligence one? of ten, you're actually as smart as a normal person. Oh. Oh, lovely. But you just can't talk. <laughs> Yeah, you have to do charades. She's just really good at charades. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so uh, I'm going to follow the Krampus wherever he goes. And this so would essentially like all happen at the same time. So we'll just say, where do you guys go? <laughs> we'll see where everyone ends up. So we'll Are just we go down the, the party. The so first on would be... Let's see. Be long. Am I the first one, technically? Because I started this thing, Dylan? Uh, Let's see. I'm just going to use my Excel list. So sure, we'll start with small one. So I run to the red glow. Alright, Bronson. Red glow. Krampus. I'm going to go to the kitchen, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) Lieutenant Diane. Lieutenant Diane. I hope your legs. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Diane. Tiny Jim. Gingerbread. Go to the kitchen as well. Stay the blink dog. I'll do kitchen. Loth. Gingerbread. All right. So let's see. Do we only have? 
Small one, are you the only one who went to the red glow? No, Bronson followed me, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to we'll sort of like play out each one. So running around the corner, you two uh, spot reindeer, which are literally like floating in this chamber. There's a massive hole in the ceiling leading up into the dark night air. An eight deer affixed to a sleigh. One of them kind of like jolting in the air with the start. Its nose glowing a bright red as you enter the room. Make a constitution save. Or fortitude, sorry. That's uh, cocked. Uh, that is 17. Okay. 18 and, for me. All right. You are both instantly blinded. You cannot see anything. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, those who entered the cooking area, you see a large cooking stove and a fireplace, uh, which fill the room. There are dozens of crates and barrels, uh, just heaped with like wrapped gifts and sacks lying about in the hearty glow. What do you do? I'm going to immediately jump onto a high barrel and knock off the boxes. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that, are you the only, no, more than you went there. Lieutenant Dan was in the kitchen. Lieutenant Dan and stay. To, are they... stay oh yeah, there. and the, the blink dog. So what do you guys do? Wait, can, wait, can I ask a real quick question? Um, yeah. Anna, did you only chase after him because he's a, a cat and you're a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a role playing at its finest. That's amazing. Okay, I saw the cat knock over the gift, so I'm gonna just run after the cat and see what he's doing. <laughs> Get away all from right. you filthy monkey. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's all sorts of food cooking, there's gifts in all these different sacks, like barrels and crates. Did everywhere. you say there's a, like a pot like cooking or something? Okay, I'm just going to go over to that cooking pot and just like try and taste what's ever in it with the ladle. Okay, so being undead, you don't need to eat and you can't really taste anything. <laughs> it feels, it feels, and you can't really feel anything, so I guess liquid goes into your body. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, sir, this is some good chow. <laughs> I think you should try it. Oh, trust me, I'm not hungry. I only require protein. <laughs> oh wait, I have scent, so I'm gonna use that to see if like any of these like food items or whatever, or if there's anything like hidden foes or enemies in the area. Okay, Genius. so uh, in this room, you do detect that there seems to be something uh, hiding inside of one of the crates. Okay. All right. So if that's your guys, then it's Cameron and Jacob. Uh, essentially, you walk up to a door. There is a, a simple handle on it made of licorice. Uh, the door itself appears to be made of gingerbread with very large gumdrop uh, like accents all over it. And it looks like a normal door other than it's entirely made of gingerbread. I want to look at the handle and say, damn, they've foiled us again. <laughs> and then turn and look at Loth. Like, hopefully, hopefully, you can get us out of this predicament. 
Hmm. I uh, I turn the doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> Using my opposable thumbs. <laughs> As you touch the doorknob, uh, you can feel... So first, give me a, um, a fortitude save. Uh, Twelve. Okay. So as as you touch the doorknob, you can feel like a weird tingling sensation in your fingers. Um, pulling your hand away, you notice that your like whole hand is starting to turn into gingerbread and candy and become oh. immovable. And this is like extending up your arm as we speak. What do you do? Can I cut off my arm before the gingerbread reaches up to it? Wait, I might be able to help you. And before you do that, um, I have a pale lavender ion stone that lets me um, block a fourth level spell or lower. Um, would my would my intelligence let me know what type of spell this might be? Yeah. So give me uh, essentially just a straight intelligence check. Okay. Ooh, sixteen. Okay. Um, so you'd still notice some kind of a homebrew curse. Um, developed by St. Nicholas to vex evildoers who might try and enter his realm. I got 27 on a knowledge. Oh, do I, do I know? Uh Yeah, so you know, again, this is something that's very much like a, a very specialty spell, but if he is offered to cast this on you, you know it would more than likely work to stop the spread. Sweet. Okay, so I'm going to have my iron stone that's like circling around my head, just like veer off course and like touch against his arm or something. All right. So essentially, as it like touches your arm, the gingerbread like stops growing up it, but you now have one arm, like hand that's entirely made of gingerbread. Oh God! Cool. <laughs> I want to like I'm gonna like I want to get closer and just like kind of sniff your hand, and then then just kind of like start smacking my lips like I'm <laughs> trying to resist like biting your hand. I uh, I'll point my sword at you and say, "Hey, bad Easy. horsey." Easy, girl. Okay. Down, horsey. Bad horsey. Okay, I'll like shake my head and then kind of step back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to our uh, friends over in the uh, room full of reindeer. You are now blind. What do you do? Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to scream out, as for you, reindeer, if you were in my will, I'd disinherit you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to listen. All right. That is 24. Okay. Um, you hear the creatures in the other room, uh, like there's like slavering sounds like they've just finished something. And then uh, they go, mm, hungry, hungry for more, more blood. And you hear the rattling of chains. Um, I also listen, I got a 16. Did I hear that, Dylan? With a 16, you just hear the rattling of chains. Uh, I'm going to pull out uh, my rapier and just kind of wildly start swinging and hope I hit something instead. <laughs> This couldn't possibly end badly. <laughs> Alright, give me odds and evens. And then your attack roll. Can I also do that? Yep. <laughs> With your warhammer, you're just blindly swinging around next to each other. <laughs> All right. Yes, you uh, can! We're gonna go... We're gonna go... We're gonna go... Odds? 
And I got an even. All right, you hit small one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it's a uh, seven. Or no, it's a, it's a two. It's a okay, two. so I guess you miss. You stab at the giant troll and miss. Uh, Scrooge McTroll, odds or evens? Uh, uh, let me roll quick. <laughs> let me roll first. Let me roll before I... <laughs> oh, I thought you like rolled for even odds. I got even. I will roll. So you do connect with a reindeer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it was a six to hit small one, so you miss. And then small one uh, rolled a hit. 26. Okay. And damage? 15. Okay. You hear, you're using the Warhammer? Yeah. Alright, so you hear this like just sickening splat as you like swing around wildly with it. Oh my and god. And then from somewhere else in the chamber you hear Dasher! No! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We will move uh, back over to those in the cooking room. I just imagine this is a B-rated horror film. <laughs> Basically. Uh, when the box hit the ground that I knocked off the barrel, did anything expensive sounding shatter? Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what we like. And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to let out like a, a little chuckle. Like a <laughs> so, and I'm gonna... so you, can see, you can literally see like, like it spills open and there's like two what like glowing potions that have just shattered open and the liquid like spilled all over the floor. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Nobody's getting presents this year. And I'm going to go knock another one off. <laughs> all right. So knocking this one off, uh, you, hear, you, hear an, you hear another like just like sickening splat. This one you like s swing and hit it against the wall and whatever's Side, the the gift literally like sticks to the wall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear a piece of the wrapping paper off and roll on the ground, bunny kicking it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so who else is in there? Let's see. That would be Tyler and Anna. What do you guys do? Um, can I use my like? Did I find the box? Or I just know there's a box. Or sh so you know that there's someone in a box, and you know exactly what box they're in. Okay, I'm going to bark at the box and try and get somebody's attention. <laughs> Alright, so so out of the box pops this like tiny little, what looks like a halfling guy. Um, I guess he's more, eh, he's more like a gnome. So he pops out of this. He's got a beard. He's got little tiny spectacles on. Um, bright white teeth. Uh, a like beautifully manicured like outfit. And he goes, oh no! No, please! Don't hurt Papa Elf! Because <laughs> he like holds his hands up. You know that look uh, in cat's eyes when it violates? <laughs> you just look all psycho. Yeah. That's exactly what happens as soon as he pops out. <laughs> Pupils like, dilate and you're just ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tyler, what do you do? Um, first, I want to. Is there like shreds of wrapping paper around? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ball some of that up for later. <laughs> <laughs> and just slide it in my pocket or something. Okay. That's amazing. Um, then, um can I do the detect thoughts thing on him? Yep. Alright. 
I'm going to do that. So it's a 16 is the save. So, so he fails. Um, you have to stand there for a few rounds in order to actually detect his, like what his surface thoughts are. So, first round is that yes, he does have thoughts. And <laughs> if we want to continue down to the third one, we can. Each other person would then get two things before you. Oh. I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to start purring horrendously loud <laughs> and like almost kind of stalk to him in a hunt mode, all hunched him, army crawling <laughs> practically. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start growling and barking at the little gnome guy <laughs> and at the Bye -bye. cat. So he just continues shouting, No, please! Don't hurt Papa Elf! I'm not like those red caps, I swear! That is most unfortunate. And I'm going to pounce on him. Pinja again. <laughs> Alright. So are you making an attack? Yeah, I'm going to try and bite him. Okay. Uh, does a 14 do that? That will hit. Ah. Wunderbar. And I'm going to use my child eater ability, and I'm going to instantly swallow it. Oh my right, god! So you literally just jump, and your mouth like just drops down like a snake, and you just swallow this guy whole, and land on the like land in the crate where he was, and you can hear the sound like inside of him, this muffled voice going, "No problem." I'm going to I'm going to roll over onto my back. And just like sit there, just talk to him. I'm gonna like bark at his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, you can you can hear the thoughts that are going through the surface thoughts, which <laughs> which started along the lines of jingle bells, Krampus smells, red caps are silly, and then just kind of goes into a like screaming like not papa elf over and over and over again and then it goes quiet all right uh anybody want to do anything else in the cooking room <laughs> amidst all the gifts and crates and such um can i open a crate and search it real quick yeah all right so looking inside you find the following items now we will move back over to those in the reindeer room. Wait, did I find anything or no? So you find a scroll, a potion, sovereign glue, and a wand. Yep, yep, I see them now. Cool. All wrapped in tidy little bows and packaging. I'm going to claim the potion of reduced per uh, person and the wand of shocking grasp <laughs> by running because I can outrun people. Oh, my teleporting. <laughs> So you grab it because it's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> <Fetch. Exactly. laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna like recoil and say, give me that back, you mangy. <laughs> <laughs> oh heck. I'm gonna bark and chase the cat for a little bit. <laughs> With the stick in my mouth. My tail uh, poofs up. Like I'm I'm a giant or a big white fluffy cat, so it just turns into this huge fluff ball and I sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, 
Is that all then for you guys? Yep. Okay, reindeer room. What do you guys do? Are we, are we still blind? Is this a permanent thing? Yeah, you're like, still blind. Can I attempt to overcome the blindness? Like, is there any, like, check to do that? or Like, just will it away? Is that what you <laughs> mean? <laughs> you can try and will away the blind. Reverse! Oh, I really wish I wasn't blind right now. <laughs> pray, pray the blind away. <laughs> oh. uh, actually, I'm going to use my prayer beans. <laughs> to cast. Let them rip. Um, let's see. Which one do I want? Uh, the many, many. You can go first if you want, Bronson, if you know. Uh, you don't really have anything that's going to help me here. Um, Don't you have sonar as a bat? Um, You're the maybe? perfect one to be blind. I don't know what my uh, skill level is in that. Let's see. Dylan, would I know what alignment reading these sonar? You would not. Sonar, whereabouts emit high frequency sounds inaudible mm -hmm. to most creatures. They can locate objects and creatures within 120 feet. It is as precise as sight, but does not reveal color. It's effective even in darkness, fog, or similar conditions of low visibility. Reveals invisible creatures. A silence spell negates it. So you can see basically everything like your daredevil right now. Oh. oh. That's amazing. Okay. I'm not even blind, man. No. So you see that someone has crushed a reindeer to death. <laughs> and the rest of them are attached to the sleigh, like, freaking out, floating in the air. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... Since I can see, I'm gonna pull out my hand crossbow and uh, shoot that at the, the one that blinded me. Okay. Uh, attack roll? Fifteen. That'll hit. And then it's 1d4. That's a 1. Okay. Uh, so you... <laughs> so you... <laughs> you see the, uh, the bolt, like, fly through the air and strike into this thing, and <laughs> the reindeer immediately just collapses, like, <laughs> falls flat on the ground. Uh, and one of the other reindeer goes, Rudolph, he had a heart condition. <laughs> does that negate our blindness since he's dead? No, it does not. Damn it. That's what I was hoping for. Um, for my action, Dylan, I would like to use my beat of summons to summon a powerful creature of appropriate alignment from the outer plane to aid me. So. Call on Vlad. I'm going to call on a uh, barbed devil and summon a, a, a devil into the room. All right. And um, I guess it's supposed to aid me however I need it, I guess. Okay. So um, it just says that the barbed devil eagerly fights with their claws, trying to impale their opponents. So it's going gonna, gonna, to um, immediately chase after the uh chase after the the reindeer by flying up to them and basically hugging them with the claws fly so is he jumping i thought it was a flying demon is it not nope 
Oh, sorry. It does have spell-like abilities. At will, it can greater teleport, whole person, or major image. So, it's going to uh, hold person, I guess? If you hold a person that's flying, do they just fall? Normally, it just holds something in place. Why don't you teleport? He should teleport on top of the reindeer. Yeah, he's going to teleport on top of one of the reindeer and then literally, like, claw its throat out. Okay. Roll to attack. Right. Here I am metagaming with you. <laughs> uh, 32. That'll hit. It's got a plus 18, so I think it will hit. Uh, da, da, da. And 22 points of damage. Alright, so he literally just like tears this sucker apart. And, is there anyone uh, else close to him, or is that it? I mean, yeah, but he just used a set, he technically just used two standards, so I'm being a pretty spell like ability is the standard. Yep, it's at will. It's still a standard. Oh, uh, okay. So technically, he used two standards, but we'll we'll pass oh, okay. over it. But you hear one of the, the another ranger going, "Dancer, no!" <laughs> <laughs> As he just like claws this thing apart and then drops to the ground because he literally eviscerated the thing he was sitting on. <laughs> Uh, gingerbread folks. One, one bolt tends to kill. Well, what do we see when we open the door? So, you haven't actually opened the door yet. You only touched the door handle, oh. which resulted in your hand becoming gingerbread. Um, I'll take my rapier and try to slice a big hole into this door, this gingerbread door. Alright. Um, so slicing a hole through the gingerbread door... You can see uh, beyond is a room made of glass, domed, uh, and the constant fluffy snow falls from within, uh, as if this were the center of some ridiculously large snow globe. You can spy a man clad in a blood-red suit, trimmed with ghost-white fur, sitting upon a large golden throne at the center of the room. Oh, the long red carpet running back to the gingerbread door, uh, to another gingerbread door on the opposite end. There's a small child sitting on his lap and what looked like the parents of the child standing behind a man who's feverishly painting the small boy <laughs> and Santa Claus. And what do you want for next mess? St. Nicholas asks the child. A staff of fireballs! The child responds. You'll blow your eye out, kid! <laughs> he says reprovingly. Ho! Ho! Oh, No! Santa says, trailing off as he spots the gingerbread door uh, with a hole in it. Looks like some naughty children have entered Santa's castle. Time to deal with this, he says, placing the child on the ground and drawing forth a large candy cane staff. Oh, Immediately, the gingerbread door seals back up um, as if it had not been cut through. Uh, but you hear movement on the other side. Huh. So he sealed it before we could move in? Yeah. Okay. I'll turn to I'll the. Be back in like, I'll be what, back what's in your like... What's your name, Cameron? Tiny Jim. Tiny Jim. I'll turn to Tiny Jim and say, "Giddy up!" And then I'll <laughs> I'll hop on my magic carpet and uh, try to fly away some. Away from the door, like back towards everybody else. Yeah. Doesn't it? It sounds like somebody's coming at the door. Seems um, like it. How How big is this hallway outside the door, Dylan? Uh, so we're talking probably like. I don't know, three people wide, 15 feet, something like that. Okay. I would like to... So, uh, assuming that that's what's about to happen then, 
I want to move to the side of the door and then just put my head down like I'm chewing on grass and just pretend <laughs> like I'm a regular horse, That's hoping that if something comes through, I can try and flank it if it goes for Jacob. Okay. Actually, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull my carrot out and just munch on my carrot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob, what do you do? Uh, I'll fly. How long is this hallway? Uh, this hallway is about probably 60 feet long. Okay, I'll fly down near the end of it. Um, give me enough room in case this the door does open. Okay, so as you like fly down at the end, you see like a bunch of these little gnome creatures at the end of their chains, like right at the end of the hallway, just going, blood! Give us your blood! We'll rip out your entrails and skip a rope with them! <laughs> They're like probably about mm, two or three feet away from you. Okay, I will scoot a little closer towards the gingerbread door then. Okay. <laughs> so you're essentially at this point, you have a horde of these weird little elf creatures slavering at one end of the hallway that you're in, and yeah. at the other end, the gingerbread door. Uh, oh, the no. rest of you guys, between you, would be the main area where all the little elf dudes are, and then the rooms that you're in. So we'll go back to cooking room if gingerbread folks are done. Sure. N- nothing seems to happen. Nope. Nothing more seems to happen. Okay. Yeah. So ginger, uh, sorry. So we'll go to the gingerbread. We'll go back to the cooking room. Well, I'm going to make, do we need to make a listen check or did we hear all that happen? Uh, you would definitely have to make a listen check. Uh, 15. Okay. Okay. So with as far away as that is, you just hear the, the weird little gnome creatures chains shuffling along and then shouting about entrails and skipping rope. I want to try one too. I had 17 for mine. Okay, you would hear the same thing. Yeah, I got 17 as well. So as far as you guys know, nothing has changed other than the whatever it is in the other room is on the move. After eating Smallwood's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Should we go see what's going on with the elf creatures, my lord? And then I guess I'll uh, very uh, arrogantly trot like cats tend to do. Or strut would be a better word. Alright, I'm going to follow him. I'll follow too. Alright. So walking out of the room, you see or I guess walking to the end of the room, you see a bunch of these little gnome creatures like slavering at the other tunnel or the other hallway. Um, as soon as you like get close to the end, uh, about a third of them break away, screeching and rushing towards you, like at the ends of their chains, shouting for blood. Can I ask the I'm cat if I'll like spit up the little guy and <laughs> sacrifice him? <laughs> <laughs> like holy Mark, cow! Like mime, yeah. uh, like, like a little hairball. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. That is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try, yeah. I'm gonna make these awful retching sounds. <laughs> hey, Lieutenant Lieutenant, Dan, do you feel worried that someone might be going for the right hand position? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm keep I'm keeping an eye on this this dog now. Actually I'm already pissed off with this dog because it took some of my items. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> <laughs> Alright. So what do you do? Am I able to regurgitate myself? Oh yeah. Yep. I mean he's dead, but <laughs> Do, do the elves like 
do, or do the little gnome guys like rush to it to eat it or like tear it up or anything? So do you spit it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I puke them up right there on the floor and <laughs> I look at them like I sit down and do that half open eye. And I go, I have brought you a tribute. This is the price that I will pay for your assistance in killing the fat man. <laughs> so you, you see the like the the three that have rushed over. They immediately just start gorging themselves and like again dipping their hats in the blood and gore and that. And like some of them are like scooping it up into their hats and sticking it back on their heads. And uh, one of them kind of like leers at you and goes, "Schmabulak likes you." <laughs> this is good. I do not need your approval. I need your loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> Shmabulok likes murder better. Then let's go murder a large man. Can you free us? Free us from these chains? And free us to murder those outside? Oh, we absolutely can, yeah. <laughs> Shmabulok agrees. Uh, and you see him and the, the two others kind of like wink at each other. And then, like, grin their toothy little mouthy grins at you. I'm gonna use, like, sense motive. <laughs> it was right. 18. Okay, they seem sincere. Alright, on with go, my new minions. <laughs> what was that? I said, on would we go, my new minions. I'm going to strut right by them. <laughs> Alright, so you see one of them, like, twitch towards you as if he's about to, like, lunge and try and eat you, but Shmebulok holds him at bay. And as I strut by him, I would highly recommend against that, yeah. <laughs> so, I should point out that there are another... <laughs> There's another six of them that are not like coming towards you guys. There's three of them at the reindeer door. There's three of them over at uh, the uh, gingerbread door. So walking into the middle of the area, they can still rush back at you. Run. Do you continue your strut? (laughs) I will activate my mittens of uh, flying, my little winged boot. (laughs) And I will gently float across the ceiling. <laughs> Kitten mittens? So yeah. you see the, the other six immediately run away from like where they're at, guarding the other like entrances, and are all like jumping, trying to reach you, as Shmebulok and his two companions attempt to stop them by pulling on their chains. <laughs> I'm gonna teleport to the gingerbread door. Okay. While he's distracted, the little gnomes. <laughs> While he's floating, too, I'm going to use my weight. I'm just going to hover up next to him. <laughs> nice. All right. Do you do anything else? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do one last uh, pull at diplomacy with these ravenous creatures. Um, I will look down, like kind of hang upside down. As you can see, I have negotiated the deal with your leader. You must follow him and follow me into this chamber here. We have a fat, fat old man to kill. <laughs> so you, you see, uh, they, they kind of like recoil a little bit and go, Man can kill Nick, 
No, not even Schmabulak. Oh, no, no, no. We be doing killing. You just help. Then you get his blood. So they, they kind of consider this going, so, saying all we need to do is not kill anything for a little while. And once he's dead, we can dip our hats in his blood. Mostly correct, yes. They kind of, you hear like muttering amongst themselves, make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, not too bad. 17. Okay. Uh, so you hear them, they go, Shmabilak, what are you? Shmabilak says, we will not harm them. Let them kill the fat man, and we will soak our hats in his blood. And you see the one in the back going, no, bloodshed, bloodshed. And a few of the other ones basically just pick up hammers and beat him to death. And then <laughs> dip their hats in his blood. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say these small creatures are becoming a nuisance. <laughs> Give the word and I shall obliterate them. <laughs> Your offer is very tempting. We may have to do this. My patients who has stayed with these. They offer a need of a great shower. They smell awful. <laughs> how how big is this room that we're in? Like, is it a high ceiling? It's a pretty high ceiling, yeah. We're talking like probably right. 100 feet up. I'm going to motion him to like float to the top, and I'm going to float to the top as well. And then I'm just going to like robot like, like angle down and just like charge up my red eye and just like <laughs> nuke this entire room. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I guess they rolled dexterity then. Okay, they all fail. <laughs> uh, sorry, did you see damage already? Oh no, thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you see all these creatures. You notice at this point, one, they have chains on their legs. Two, they're all wearing iron boots. They go to like try and dodge out of the way as this blast like just bursts through the room. Every single one of them is just immediately disintegrated. We're talking like little gnomish skeletons and bones flying everywhere. <laughs> Rebulok just screams, We had a deal! Before he's completely evaporated. <laughs> Toys fly all over the place. The bandsaws explode. Like the entire room is just completely obliterated. It's just a, a basically a crater. I'd like to I'd like to take that carrot if nobody minds. Better check if that was grown by Monsanto. <laughs> Table Talks theme music Rhino's theme is brought to you by Kevin McLeod under the Creative Commons license. Please see the show notes for more details.